Y'all family. Man. Especially when it comes to barbecue. <laughs> What's up, everybody? Uh, welcome to another episode of the Family Reunion Podcast. Sitting right in front of me, we have Alex. Hey, what's up? And then to my left, we got Jamel, DJ Mail. What up? What up? What up? And no Christian today. No Christian today. <laughs> no Crispo today. Wish y'all knew that. Wish y'all heard Rob's voice. <laughs> Christian is out. Um, I guess we have Christian's ghosts sitting mm-hmm. here. Damn near sleep and shit. <laughs> <laughs> and then, of course, we have myself, Rob, in the building. Yep. Um, so, what's up, everybody? What's up? What was, uh, how was your weekend, Alex? Um, my weekend was decent. Every time I sit at this table, I just draw a blank. Forget what, everything that happened. Yeah, like, did like, I actually do anything since last week? I feel like I was right, just here. Right. Oh, duh. Okay, so my best friend, she just got, she's a nurse. She just like finished her exam, and she was like applying for jobs, and so we went out. I went to get drinks to celebrate that, and then um, uh, we went to the movies. We saw Intruder. It was decent. I mean, it's a little thriller. It's predictable, mm-hmm. but oh, it was well, cool. I feel like they all be the same. Yeah, they all be the same. <laughs> it's always like an intruder, or yeah, somebody tried to so, break into a house. We did that, and then yesterday. I actually was up early at like five because I was supposed to work out. I had a hair appointment at six thirty. Um, no, not six thirty, but seven thirty. And I'm like, well, dang, I want to get my hair done and then go work out. So I was like, I'm gonna try to work out before I get my hair done. But long story short, I live with my people and my little brother, so it was a lot going on that morning that we not even gonna get into. <laughs> So I never made it to work out, but I did make it to my hair appointment after that. What did I do? Oh, prom send off. It's prom season. Oh yeah. Well, the culture now is so much different. It's so different. The These crazy thing is, though, like kind of what people are doing now. My mom was trying to convince me to do that. Like when I was going to prom, she was like, "I want to rent you like this old school car and." Mm-hmm. Instead of wearing like a tux, you should just get you like a nice suit and everything. And I just wasn't going for it. Like I was like, I did. I think the thing was, I really didn't want to go to prom anyway. Really? And I did. Yeah, I was never really big on. I was gonna go because I was like with this girl and we was like going, and then we Mm -hmm. broke up. So then I was like, no real point in going anymore. And then one of my like best friends, she was, I think she was either a sophomore or a junior at the time. 
but her boyfriend was a singer and she was she was like going to prompts like if you could just go with my friend so then that way she can come too like that went to like a different school so i wouldn't be there by myself so then like me and the girl like kind of hung out a couple of times i was like okay fuck it yeah let's go together and it was just it was bad like my yeah. whole prom experience was terrible it's like they treat prom like the That's idea of a send off is not new but like it's over the top now yeah like it's legit like a wedding proms are wedding like, chairs and like my brother first of all my little brother he's 17 he said something like yeah this dude he was telling me like a story he was just like yeah he proposed to her the other day I'm like proposed to her and I really thought like he was talking about somebody proposing like, but that's legit proposal. what they call it's like a prom proposal is what yeah and saying. I know like and that word is nothing new to me either but it's just the fact that he was like just he go proposed. Straight up proposed and yeah. I'm like geez it's different what? when you're an adult like what proposed man <laughs> so I'm super confused but I mean it was cool my little cousin it was a boy who we went to see so we yeah. looked at his girls family crib and it was a little ghetto little it was like it, it just i don't know and then when all his homies pulled up like all the niggas they got the gucci belt they got the louis belt they got the expensive yeah, loafers it's sure like it want. used to, i feel like back when we went to prom like the focus was always on the lady it was always on the girl yeah it was a super big deal but it's like dudes is like nah this is my day too like I'm finna go crazy too, which is, I mean, there's nothing wrong with that, but it's just the whole thing is just different. They be doing a whole lot, yeah. Yeah, it's just different. So that was yesterday. And then today, I ain't really, oh, I worked out today. And I, and I was like outside trying to get on my nature. <laughs> Shit. But my camera, because it's such a nice day, but yeah, that's it for me. True. What about you? Um,. Nothing I do Friday. Um, I didn't do much Friday. Um, I just chilled at home, read books, and just relaxed a little bit. Um, Saturday, I was uh, I had did some. I had to handle some family stuff with my mom and like going shopping and running around to different stores and shit like that. And then um, I ended up going to see Endgame a second time. That shit still fire. Still the best Marvel movie out there. And. Uh, Angie, who I went with, agreed that she would like to see it again. So it's like you know, somebody that's not really into Marvel, really enjoying the movie and getting the oh, whole. Oh, she wasn't into it either. Oh hell no! She just saw Endgame a few months ago. Infinity War. I'm Inf Infinity War. Damn. So Alex need to watch it. Yeah. Yeah. Exactly. I digress. And then prepping up for Game of Thrones tonight, just getting more theories out there, just trying to see what's going on. I don't even like looking at theories no more because I'm like, they're going to do what the fuck they want to do. Exactly. They do not care about <laughs> nothing that we be talking about. <laughs> Especially after finding out the whole Arya thing was playing three years ago. Yeah. Are you like, serious? Bro. Yeah, they yeah, said uh, you got to watch the after thing. Oh, like, yeah. After that. That's it was like, it like we've known for three years that Arya was going to be the one to kill the Night King. And I'm just like, that's crazy. That's crazy. But I'm like, if you really think about it, though, she was like the one trained for this. Because that's what like other people have yeah. theories and stuff. They was like, but if she just put on one of the whites face and that's why they didn't like do like that was like how, how she get through everybody she's like she could have put on one of the whites faces and just like kind of was standing there like right one of y'all and then like psych nigga like, <laughs> right. that's but, crazy but how was your weekend bro it was i mean it was cool it's just been a lot like it all started like thursday so we was doing the bar crawl on saturday mm. um so 
Then my girlfriend Ariel was like, we should go to Chick-fil-A for like breakfast. I'm like, I bet, but I'm like, the bar crawl started at 11. If we go to Chick-fil-A for breakfast, I'm like, okay, I need to get my hair cut. And she's like, yeah, I need to get my hair done. A bunch of shit that I do not feel like giving a shout out to on this podcast. Up north, right? But, no, it was River North. River North, okay. Mm. okay. Um, but Underground was cool. I will say that. Underground was cool. Um, so I like, got my hair cut Thursday, but Ariel needed to get her hair done. And she got like, I think box braids or something like that. So it like took her into like, one in the morning to get her stuff done she was all the way on like 93rd so i'm like staying up like the whole time like let me know if you need me to come pick you up or i'm just stay up to make sure you like make it in okay and everything like that so i was like wait so she she went after work after the bar call no after work on thursday like this is like leading up to so like i was super tired friday so friday i like Mm. didn't do shit for real like i came home and i was like i need to sleep because i've only got like four hours of sleep right so they get up Saturday, go to the bar crawl. Of course, we was like the first people there. Um, and we was just at like, there was kind of like just hella white people and shit like that. So we just kind of sitting there like, eh. And then we ended up like meeting up with Christian and Jess came, Dion came, my other cousin. And then the only reason I had went was because of like one of my coworkers. So then she finally showed up. I'm like, gee, I came to this because you said like this idea. Right. And yo ass late. Um, but it was dope because we like, we left the first bar. Christian and Jess had liquor in their car, so we like went to the car. Um, Is she still in town? I think she left this morning because she was trying to get back early, but I'm not sure. Um, so we like drinking, like drinking liquor in the car. Went to my girlfriend's job because everybody had to go to the bathroom, so we like went there, and then we ended up going to Underground, and it was like dope. They actually went to the liquor store too to get like more liquor to sneak in and shit like that. <laughs> So then we went to underground and was like super teeth there. Like my ass was like standing on couches and shit. Like, <laughs> ridiculous. Really? So it was teeth. Yeah, it was like super. Black, like black people music, everything. Yeah, like it, it was like the closest. That's why I was like, cause everybody, cause like everybody's like, oh, let's go here, let's go here. And I'm like, I feel like underground is gonna be the closest we gonna get to black, cause yeah. it's like more of a black people like spot, like in general. But since it was Cinco de Mayo, everybody was playing. Like, speaking of which, what's like a black people rooftop? A rooftop? Yeah, or at least a place that has one. It doesn't have to be solely a rooftop. Because uh, I know, like, hella rooftops, but I feel like it's nowhere where, like, it's most. I mean, it kind of, it's no really, like, spot that people go. It just kind of depends on if it's an event. what event is going on. And then also, so, like, what's that hotel? Ace Hotel is kind of like a decent spot, but I it's not like a super. Uh, yeah. Cerise. It's like, huh? a good one. The one on Cerise. top of the hotel. I think it's the Virgin Hotel. Oh, the Virgin Hotel. Yeah. I know what you're talking about. Oh, they have like that DJ. Yeah, the DJ they do like stuff Friday sometimes. Hip hop nights. Promontory is kind of it's like okay, but it's not like a rooftop rooftop. It's kind of like just like an outdoor above ground oh, patio. Okay. Um, but yeah, whenever people do like events at those places, then it'll be because they do it at um, what's the hotel? The other hotel that's like it's one of those like five star hotels. Um, not the Hard Rock. No. The Godfrey, yeah. Okay. Some days they'll do like events, and I'd be like, okay, this is a nigga event. Like, I've still cool. never been to the Godfrey. I just went to oh, the one called Boo. Boo is decent. I just don't know how it is like in the summer because I went there and the roof like wasn't open. Wasn't open, yeah. But the yeah. music was like decent, and it was like a mix. It was like a mixed crowd. It wasn't hella black people, but it was still we was still like sprinkled in. Mm. That's dope. So, but I just be trying to find like other spots, like go to spots. Yeah. That have like know. both. But you you looking for more inside. so that rooftop, or are you looking for like outside inside? Um, honestly, it could be either or, but like 
with days like this, like I just wouldn't mind like being outside, but I still want it to be like a decent like vibe yeah. type thing. That's what I was asking. That's tough for me because I'll be kind of too. Yeah. Um, I'm old now. I legit <laughs> tell people like, don't invite me to shit after like nine o'clock. Like if it's after nine, I'm probably right. Like when summer here, I'm gonna want to do like all I want to do is do day, day parties exactly and day drinking and brunch and that's it. And brunch with mimosas. When I say brunch, like don't invite me to no brunch that don't have mimosas. Like when I say brunch, I mean I'm trying to drink. Apparently people do. They like are we gonna hear? I'm like what's the liquor menu? Like oh they don't really have like why are we going? It's not brunch. <laughs> like brunch, the only place that I go to that don't have liquor is Yoke, and it's because it's like bring your own bottle. So I just bring my own. Oh, champagne. is it BYOB? Yeah, yolks are BYOB. Madison mm. Berries is too BYOB. Only okay, it's it's one place that I'll go to because they just have really really good brunch and they don't have liquor and they're not BYOB. But it's called Wildberry. Yeah, I heard oh, that spot. Yeah. About it's right there. My yeah. Yeah. That Wait, shit is you good. said it is BYOB. No, it's not. Okay. That's the only place say. that I'll go to that's not BYOB or don't have liquor. But yeah, that shit is good. Yeah, their They close at two though. They be yeah. shut down early. And when it's like nice actually it's like multiple times of the year that should be hard as fuck to get into really yeah. like because i'll look at waiting line like on a saturday morning it'd be like 200 people in front of you yeah wildberry do be busting yeah crack i rarely eat in there but i'll like place an order online go. and they bring it to the office because i eat it uh, the that's week. dope yeah True. yeah because it's literally right downstairs so you just be like look yeah they got that um yeah, like the flavor so. lemonade they got like a mango lemonade and mm-hmm. a peach lemonade that's just fire too. Yeah. No liquor and all. I still just be like, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> that's so crazy. I never knew Yoke was like that. Though. Yeah, Yoke is BYOB. I've literally saw the one on. It's one right there on Michigan by Roosevelt. That's the one I went to. I will go. There's a Trader Joe's around the corner, and Trader Joe's has a really cheap but decent champagne for like mm-hmm. four or five dollars. So we would go to Trader Joe's and then go to Yoke and get two bottles of champagne, and then we just order the uh, carafe of orange juice. And just be in that bitch. <laughs> you know what else was um, BYOB that I went to for the first time? Two Fish. Two Fish is BYOB. Okay, mm-hmm. I was saying a lot of them places are BYOB. Yeah. A lot of them like. Wait, have y'all places. been to Two Fish? Yet? I haven't been to Two Fish. Is that the one on Forty Seven? So it's yeah. I was going to yeah. say I don't dislike seafood, but I don't be thirsty for it either, mm. like how a lot of people do. But I did go just to go, and it was BYOB. Mm. So I mean, it's, it was okay. Yeah, I normally uh, for fish spots. I normally go to, like Lawrence's, but that's just like hangover food. So like after you go drinking for so like you're not a super a crab drunk. Leg, no, I'm not a crab leg. No, I'm not into that. I'll do the cat. I'll do a catfish fillet in an instant, or some salmon in an instant. But everything else, not really. I'm not big on shrimp either. So, I'm more so like give me some chicken and I'm like same. That's how I eat fries. Except I don't eat seafood at all. So. <laughs> <laughs> no, that was um. So yeah, that was pretty much the weekend. I mean, after we left there, we went and got like some food and made like chicken and steak tacos here. Mm-hmm. Was gonna have like some people over and shit, but when did nobody get here fast enough? And I was like, at this point, I'm tired. As <laughs> so I literally went to sleep at like eight thirty, nine o'clock, and did not wake up until this morning. Yeah. But uh, I guess we can go ahead and get into the wild ass auntie of the week. Yeah, mm-hmm. boy. <laughs> Not my boy. D-Lo. <laughs> the snitch himself. So what's going on with D-Lo? D-Lo actually got arrested for trying to get some weed into the airport. Um, 
or on a flight or whatever. <laughs> I just want to know because I've never tried it, but I re- I also feel like it's not that difficult. Yeah, well, like what was so you doing? I'm trying to figure out like and I'm like how why was you, were you doing it to where you got caught? Also, like my whole thing too is like if you got bread like that, like you an NBA, like why are you bringing weed with you? Right. Wherever That's you're going, you can thing. get weed. That's like you can get that shit. Like that shit not hard. Louisville, so I I guess he didn't know who had the weed. In <laughs> if you have those connections, you should be able to hit somebody up that's from out there, or somebody that spends time in Louisville. Like something, hey bro, or one of your man should have. And two, why is it on you? Like I know you ain't traveling nowhere by yourself. Like somebody else supposed to have your shit. Like, that's exactly what I'm saying. And it's like, was he like going through TSA with it? I'm like, I listen to TSA. I believe so because he had put it in there like suitcase. Their bag is getting checked. Yeah, this you nigga had it in the like, bottle in his bag. Yeah, that shit was yeah. dumb as fuck. He had it. In, <laughs> okay. You want to know? You know, like, it was like the shit that used to be like super. Nobody knew what it was back in like '09, where it was like those Arizona bottles with like the hidden compartment. Yeah. Like nigga, it's not 2009. That shit is damn near on Amazon <laughs> at this point. Like people know what those things are. Like you not sneaking that shit in like okay, that. Okay, no he's dumb. Because like two people. Funny as hell. He should have more sense than that. People, number one, you don't carry it on you in TSA. Two, like you said, it's like it's somebody that you could somebody out there gave it to if it yeah. was that serious that you didn't trust nobody. We in Louisville. But then, too, it's some like you said, it's somebody out there that you know. Yeah, that got to connect. That can at least point you in the right direction. Of, but you just risk your whole and blew up your whole spot. Yeah, that wasn't even necessary. Exactly. Now they saying he's somebody that's worth. For his next year deal, he could sign 145 million, so that might be thrown out the window. Yeah, right? Wow. Oh my god! I don't know if you're actually gonna be here, my nigga. Exactly. So. <laughs> he balled his ass off last year, so it's yeah. like tweaking. Just threw your shit out the window. But it's always two nice. things that people should always have, and people like everyone knows this. You should have two people. You know, one person that's gonna be your shooter no matter what. You can call them; they can do some stuff for you. And then you have a weed carrier. Somebody's <laughs> willing to take the rap for you no matter what. They gonna have it on them or whatever. Once they you bail them out, and that's it. Yeah. Crazy. Yeah, I just never think somebody would. Want to go through TSA with it, or you just hold it onto it. But and then too, like you can't bring outside liquid into there with you. So like, why would you try to hide the shit in something that else that's illegal? Like, like you try to cover up some illegal shit with some more illegal shit. Like, because that was a question I had like a long time ago. Because when people do go out of town, I've always wondered like, do people travel with weed? But I always had the assumption like you put it in your bag that's getting checked. So now I know I would never be dumb enough to go through TSA with it. But it's like, do people like just pack it a certain way and put it in a bag that's getting checked? Or like, do people literally just when they go places, they just find it? Somehow. Some, and some people are, have very gen- like very genius ways of packing it. Yeah. To where it's like it can't be found. Like sometimes they'll put it in a jar or something, and then just wrap it up to where it's like, damn, this is a jar of like peanut butter. Yeah, ain't nothing in there. It's just nothing but peanut butter unless you thoroughly, thoroughly, thoroughly check it out. Yeah. But it's such a solid substance that you can't really see what's in there. So. Yeah. yeah, I always wondered like, not necessarily could you, because I guess you technically can't, especially when you're going from state to state. That's illegal. Mm-hmm. Yeah. But 
do people typically do that or do they typically just be like I'm gonna just have to find it wherever yeah. it's at, a lot of like, people like there. would know somebody when they there or have a cousin or yeah. some some type of connection to this yeah. it, but I guess right. moving on into the family gossip uh, I'm sticking with TSA did y'all see the stuff with Diana Ross oh, yeah. mm-hmm. So, um, if anybody hadn't seen it, uh, Diana Ross was pretty much on Twitter talking about how she was violated by um, TSA. I guess they had to like search her or something. Yeah. And the woman was trying to like hide behind the guys. It was like, I'm just doing my job. But she was like, it was just inappropriate. And it really violated her. Which is kind of like, it's super fucked up because it's like, okay, that's Diana Ross. Like, imagine right. what? Is there a video at all? I don't like, even think there was a video yet um but like if that's diana ross and she's going through it like imagine what just other women like just go exactly. through or like anybody could just go through like just somebody being super inappropriate with them yeah. and you don't really you don't even have a voice to like you know really i have heard stories of like people going through tsa and being violated and them just taking it too far and like going overboard that's never happened to me it is funny because i feel like i always get had it down no matter what like oh, when i'm yeah. traveling you do yeah it's and it's crazy because i'm like is it i don't understand the system like is it random sometimes i know a lot of times like obviously they do it if you go through the, the detector and it like signals like yeah. or, or it goes off but i'm like even when i do that and i'm good i still get patted down but yeah. I peeped that they don't do that to every single person so I'm just like is it random like do y'all just pick and choose who y'all want to do it to right. and I've never I've never felt violated when it happened it kind of was just like why are you doing this but yeah. nobody yeah. ever took it like over the top of me but yeah that's crazy yeah, yeah. Now, I know that they I think they only had to like pat me down like once and it was only because normally okay so when I go to TSA like I be knowing so I always have on like damn near like flip flops with socks on so it's like mm-hmm. okay clearly i don't have shit there and then i just have on like some sweats or something so the only time they had to check i think one time i had like zippers like on the knees oh, okay. of my thing so when i went through they was like yeah just go in there and they just kind of like patted my knees and i'm just like yeah. when it gets the zippers like it's that shit right or once i think i had like a hoodie on and it had like the little metal uh things on the end of like the strings of the hoodie or whatever mm-hmm. like the little metal clip so they was just like anything i'm like no nah, i don't it's just the hoodie <laughs> but I know that my dad once like he lost his ID and didn't realize that he lost his ID because I guess like right before he went out of town he went to do something like you know just like money wise and he had like show ID and ended up leaving it there so when he got to the airport he didn't have his ID I remember he, he was like calling me I'm just like looking around the house like it's not here and then he ended up having his FOID card I think or his police ID like one of them and they was like well you can go through but you'll have to do like a check like you have to get like searched or whatever and he's like you want to do it right here do you want to go like back to a room my dad was like no i'm just do it right here just in case i like i have witnesses like around exactly, and all types right. of shit right like yeah. so like my mom she'll be like laughing at the story and everything because she like saw it and everything he's like i'd just rather have that like, <laughs> live with, like that little bit of embarrassment than being taken to this room and it'd be like some whole other shit going right. on be some closed room type of shit yeah but that's like that's crazy super though. crazy yeah, I think the frames really needs to be something kind of like regulated with that shit. Like, yeah, that's crazy, though. I, I never thought about TSA being on that with just about random celebrities and everyone else. You think celebrities are held to a certain standard, but it's like they regular people like us, but you don't have to go beyond 
what your job is. Like, fam, if she feels violated and you know you're violating her, it's like, fam, you're being a little too rough. Yeah. Yeah. So, Plus, rough. I just don't see the point. Like, like I said, if I'm going through the detector and it doesn't go off or anything and I'm good, yeah. like, what's the purpose of you being all in between my legs and, like, up under my shirt? It's just like, nothing i'm good so i always thought found like random search things to be like like it's not that random i feel like they'd be biased and like looking at like oh this person may be you know they're they're black so they may be smuggling something Mm -hmm. or that just reminded me so my cousin she's black but her dad her dad is black but he's um Muslim, so I think he changed his name or their last name so her last name is muhammad Mm -hmm. and something happened where like she got she like bought a ticket but then they like placed her ticket on like yeah yeah. they flagged it or they did something with it and she was like she was kind of laughing at it and like they was turning into a joke because it wasn't clear on why that happened but she basically was like her mom was like no we finna sue them like yeah because this is racist y'all only did that because her last name muhammad because her mama got a different last name but her last name my cousin is Muhammad, and so mm-hmm. I just thought I just think that shit is so like broken. Yeah, mm-hmm. it's the country that we live in. Like, yeah, super crazy. Mm-hmm. Um, on lighter news, though, we are recording today on May fifth. It is Cinco de Mayo. Um, so I just kind of want to add, like, you know, like y'all normally like celebrate, which y'all kind of do. Or... Yeah, I was going to say when I was in college. Like, this was like a thing. Like, we'd be at El Magwe, we'd be at Los Trace, we'd be at, um, we'd be at St. Louis. Sometimes, like, we'd be everywhere. I can't remember. Well, today is a Sunday, but I feel like it's fell on like a Friday. Friday, Saturday. Yeah. So, um, we would like shit, miss class. We was damn near, (laughs) the school year was damn near wrapping up anyway. That was it. So, but it's funny because even before I was 21, I still was celebrating. But I had a fake ID though. So typically, like, yeah, I would be out. But I almost forgot. Like, it's so different. Like, the shit that you used to do when you was in college, like, a lot is just, or changes once you're done. Because I forgot it was even Cinco de Mayo at first. Versus, like, in school, we always made it like a big deal. Just an excuse to drink. Drinking tea. Basically. Yeah. Yeah. Um, I guess for me it was like we I used to like in college like we would just drink or whatever mm-hmm. have fun then I don't know after college I feel like I didn't even really do nothing like for like the first couple of years yeah. like out, outside of college I know when me and Ariel yeah, got together yeah bit. so it's just kind of like different <laughs> but then I know it's when, literally fresh for me true I just I've only <laughs> been out a year so but this time last year you was, I was getting ready to walk the stage damn true yeah. no but I know like I remember one year, like, me and Ariel got super drunk. And I think Guardians of the Galaxy 2 was coming out when it <laughs> came out. So we had, like, brought tickets. Like, yeah, we about to go. It was, like, on a Friday. So I'm like, all right, I left work, went to the liquor store, like, grabbed liquor. We, like, made tacos, made hella frozen margaritas, like, way more than we should have. And I know it was way more than we should have because niggas fell asleep and woke up at 1 in the morning. Like, fuck, we missed the show. Talking about 1 in the morning. 1 in the morning. Like, woke up. Like, we was legit drunk as fuck. I <laughs> missed the whole movie. I'm like, damn, that was a whole ass, like, 
$25 just wasted because it was like the expensive movie tickets. Like, right, you was going all out to see it too. Damn, yeah. yeah. I know for uh, for me, for Cinco de Mayo, I always make sure I have some tacos of some form or fashion. Yep. They gotta be made in the style and form that they normally do it. So, onion, cilantro, all that stuff. I don't do the American style for Cinco de Mayo. So, no. that's all I've been doing all week. No, I can't do tacos. that because I need cheese. I need, I need cheese on uh, my tacos. Oh, yeah. And I don't like onion, so all I do is cilantro and cheese, really. Mm. And then some hot sauce, so I gotta get the hottest shit. And then I also go see a coin. The, the red one. It's like it's like a regular one that's like reddish. Mm-hmm. Then there's a green one that's kind of like in the middle, and then there's like the super hot one that it can be green mm-hmm. or red sometimes. Yeah, and then I see the fruit man. You gotta see the corn man. With oh, the fruit, the corn. fresh oh, fruit yeah. with the lime and little hot red pepper on your fruit and all that. Yeah, I, I'm really living my life like a legit Hispanic <laughs> this weekend, and then I'm gonna have some tequila later. So. True. Got all this extra tequila all weekend. I'm just gonna be at home watching Game of Thrones with tequila, oh, okay. <laughs> <laughs> sitting on my floor. Yeah, that's it. Yeah, Game of Thrones is definitely tonight. Too. I really I feel like it's going by so fast. Yeah, really. Like, like we still so cool, got. Right? Yeah, I'm like, but we still gonna have like it's still three episodes, so it's like this episode, then we got two more after that. I'm like, that's not that bad. Like, I remember we was anticipating it. Now we on week four. Yeah, yeah, when you put it like that. It's like, dang, it's especially for me, it's like, I took it all in at once. Like, and now it's just over. Yeah, that's because you was like binge watching and everything. So it's like super. Yeah. Like, for us, we just been waiting on it for You're so right. long. It's like, that's true, you yeah. Know what I mean? <laughs> um, so it's next, Jay Z. I think we're going to go Virgil next. Oh, okay. Mm, Virgil. So, um. Virgil Abloh. Tell the people who Virgil is. So, Virgil is the, I guess, co owner of Off White, because I thought he was the owner, like the sole owner, but he's the co owner of Off White, which Mm -hmm. just kind of came out. But at first, you know, everybody just knew him as the owner of Off White, and he actually was like the first, was he the first black man as the creative director? First black, uh, first black men, uh, first black director for the menswear at Louis Vuitton. Yeah. Yeah. Um, so that was like always like this big deal. Um, you know, Virgil was like, okay, he kind of like made this way, but then it kind of came out that he's actually isn't like the full owner of Off White. He has partners, and actually, as well that he is the only black person that's like a part of Off White. Like he doesn't employ any black people, mm-hmm. so it was kind of like. So that's intentional. And you're not employing black people. I mean, if you well, black and you the owner, you would think that <laughs> that you would hire a lot more black people instead yeah. of just having like black models for things. Yeah. You would think you would have more black people part of your circle. Yeah, it's kind of because it's like uh, if you think about in the earlier stages of version when he was with Kanye and them, everybody else around Kanye was mostly black. Yeah, so you get all these different people that was creating their own fashion lines, and in that sense, like yeah. Ben Trill and all these other labels. And it's all black people. That's all you see. But then Virgil just went off and did his own thing. And then it's like, you know about Off White? It's it was founded in Milan. That should have been a red yeah. flag right there. It's like what the yeah. fuck? And there's no store in Chicago that's Off White. So you would think a owner of a big ass brand like that would be like, shit, we gonna have we gonna open the store in Chicago instead of just having like a RSVP. So yeah. Gotcha. But yeah, man, I, I I found that out a few years ago, 
and I didn't know if it was like mainstream news or not. No, when I, think I was it just kind of came out as mainstream yeah. now because like Twitter was all kind of going there. <laughs> I'm like, I mean, I get it. Like that shit is kind of like you are like this black, like first black man, first this, and it's just like, but no, I'm not gonna really help nobody else out. I'm not right. putting nobody else in that position. Like. Just kind of me and everybody else, which I'm just like me and my yeah. partners, yeah. <laughs> me and people that I don't really know that well. I'm not even gonna make Kanye a part owner of this shit, even though Kanye has his own thing going. But it still would have been better for things to go like full circle, as far as like having more black people around, opposed to just oh this person has money, this person has money. Let's put our money together and start a business. Yeah. Yeah. They were saying that there's like 136 members, like that's on his like staff, and none of them are black. That's insane, though. Yeah, I'm like, it's not even like it's just like a small team or anything yeah, like that. Like, like that's okay. like a gigantic team. Yeah. Like, and you just don't even care, like. Yeah. So I think that kind of just it kind of shows you just like some people really don't really look out like that you know and they don't really have it mm-hmm. for the culture but it's also like yeah you see a lot of that though yeah definitely not like they get a little money or they get a little clout and it's complete switch up like yeah, basically <laughs> yeah. there's all that like i'm over here i'm about to make this shit yeah and I see that a lot, especially in the fashion industry as well, because a lot of um, a lot of people that are like fashion designers and stuff, if you came up, you want the leaders, you shop at leaders, they look out for you and all that. But you turn around, you get famous, and then you just kind of leave leaders behind, and you do your own thing. Because yeah. like a lot of people that came up, like Virgil, and a lot of other people came up under leaders, but then once they got Where their Where is he own, from? He's from Chicago. Okay. He was well. He's actually from Rockford, but he's based out of uh, Chicago. Yeah, okay. yeah. Crazy. I was gonna say, damn, man, you from Chicago? Are you like? <laughs> we pushed that off. Like, nah, he's from Rockford. Yeah, <laughs> <laughs> yeah that makes me feel better that he's from Rockford because it's just like. I mean, you know how you know how people go. I'm yeah. uh, I'm from Chicago. What part of Chicago? Evanston. <laughs> <laughs> right. <laughs> Um, so yeah, that shit was just crazy. Mm-hmm. But then uh, last on our list for family gossip, um, Jay Z did his B sides concert in New York that none of us could go to. Exactly. <laughs> um, but uh, one of the things that came out of that freestyle uh, that came out of that concert was Jay Z did a freestyle um, where he was uh, at a point of it, he was pretty much kind of bigging up what Nipsey was doing, and I think the line was something to the effect of. Um, gentrify your own neighborhoods before these people do it that's what nipsey was doing something like that Mm -hmm. i just pretty much saying you know like we need to go ahead and i mean well i'll I'll get to like what kind of happened from that backlash one i think people don't really understand what gentrify means because they were really upset with like him using that like why would we be gentrifying our hoods why would we gentrify anything like that and it's just like gentrify means just kind of making something more on parts like what the standard like right. middle class is it's kind of like yeah. just bringing it up so if we should be doing that uh but the people that did kind of understand that they were there was still a lot of criticism um because of jay-z's role in 
the gentrification of Brooklyn because he was a part owner of the Brooklyn Nets and um, mm-hmm. when they made the Barclays Center that pretty much pushed like a lot of black people out of their homes who had been there for the longest mm-hmm. it kind of pushed them all out and it gentrified like that whole neighborhood it was kind of like one of the things that kind of began that uh, gentrification at least in New York that's what I'm hearing of course right. none of us are from New York so yeah, we wouldn't you know, know. Yeah, <laughs> like, I don't know what's going on in Brooklyn like that but mm-hmm. you know it, it isn't common but okay if they are putting a whole arena there and then they're starting to build like that neighborhood up yeah it's gonna get gentrified like from that and that could right. be a conduit um, and there's also something there with uh, there could also have been something to the form of them building the arena and then the people that live there, they offer them because you know sometimes this this happens all the time when neighborhoods are gentrified. You have a house that's worth a certain amount. Somebody will come knocking on your door and say, "Hey, I can give you the money for your house now. I can give you a little bit more." Yeah, and you give them way it. more. Right, you could take it. What it was. Yeah. But then you don't realize that same house that just got bought out is now worth half a mil or a yeah. million, way more than yeah, they, you paid they, for they, it. they would pay them like way more for it. But I think the bigger thing too was that. It wasn't always the people's choices either because they were like apartments. So it's like they would go to the landlord Mm. or the person that owned it and then try to buy it. And then they're like, okay, bet. But then that's leaving the people that just, you know, they might have rented that for 30 years. It's like kind of kicking them out. Um, I think with the whole thing, when it comes back to Jay Z, though, like I think people were like. They just went over people's heads. Like they just missed the point. I think they missed the point there, and then the people that were really upset with him was like, how you gonna talk, you talking about this, but you gentrified Brooklyn. I don't think, I think that they put way too much, like, um, influence on, like, what Jay-Z actually had to do with that, you know, like, Mm -hmm. he became the face of it, but he only owned, like, less than a percent of the Nets, like, he didn't own, yeah, like, he didn't even own, like, a full percent, like, he didn't own one percent of the Nets. And I think, like, with gentrification in general, like people have always just it's always had like a negative like connotation attached yeah. to it so but and i get why people feel the way they feel because when that happens like you're pushing us out of our communities versus and not justifying like what happened with the what happened in brooklyn but i still feel like the culture is you know present in brooklyn like that didn't take place in it like just changed the whole community and they like pushed us out yeah. so i get people you know because that's what because that's what typically happens like the minute you even hear gentrification like you are your mind automatically goes to that yeah. but i mean i'm sorry that that even happened to those people but um again like that's not what he was saying so like people just kind of yeah. missed the point with his verse yeah well they was not so, it was like they understood that but they were like you can't talk about this because you did this like that's what that kind of like where they were going like they understood but even that. that i feel like it's i just think it was i don't think top. that was like, like his no intention yeah. too and then too i feel like even at that point because I, I feel like there was kind of like a switch because you got to remember like this shit happened like nine Ten years, several ago. years. So ago. you can't really predict because like gentrification wasn't like that huge of a topic back then. Mm-hmm. You know, like when the nets kind of like switched That's over. True. So you can't really predict that that happened. I mean, like, I know that the like probably the white people they had that in their head, but you kind of see a shift in kind of like what Jay Z was doing too, though. That's true. Because at yeah. first you saw him where he's just like, yeah, you know, we're getting rich and everything like that. And I feel like kind of like a part of this happening probably has something to do with him being more like super pro black now, yeah, because he's true. like, I was in there with them and I realized that they're just playing all of us, you know, yeah. and. Yeah. It's kind of like you you take that L, but you learn that lesson. And That's I feel like that was kind of like a lesson from what he kind of learned. Like, now we need to take care of ourselves because... Yeah, that's valid. Yeah. That's valid. 
So that line that Hov said in his song, Hov went through that. So basically, <laughs> that. <laughs> Damn, that, make, that makes uh, pretty much more sense to uh, yeah. I mean, that, that yeah, that does make sense. And I do feel why people would be upset then, but I still feel like he... It's, he's not a hypocrite. No, I feel like you he know, just like, like he learned the lesson. Like yeah, he didn't exactly. know he was ignorant to the fact of what was right. going to happen, what type of yeah. effects. I'm like he probably knew that, like you know, some of it. But it's like you don't think like you don't have that foresight to like know all of that. Yeah. So I think that what he's doing now, kind of you know, like he's making up for mm-hmm. whatever he whatever part he did have to play in that. You know. Yeah. But um, that is going to kind of move us into our topic for today. So, Alex, you got a game for us? Yes. So. Okay. So if y'all if y'all made a lot of money, would you rather move out of your neighborhood or your community and spend your money elsewhere, like put your money towards something else, or would you rather take all your bread and invest into your community and kind of build your neighborhood and where you from up. What you going with? I got a tricky answer for this one. So. Of course you do. <laughs> I, I would put the money in the community, in my community, right? But I kind of want to live. And then you gonna move? No, I'm gonna live on the outskirts. Like I would live somewhere where they wouldn't know where I am, mm-hmm. to where they wouldn't even understand. Like, oh, he's in the community, but he don't be around as often as he normally would be if he was living here. But I would rather live on the outskirts of either the town or the city, and just help the community from there. Loki, I feel like that's not that tricky because, in a way, I would do the same thing. Mm-hmm. I would take my money and invest, but I don't think I would actually like live there. I would probably live there for you know as long as I could, or mm-hmm. depending on if I'm just if I'm like super wealthy and not necessarily famous, then I would probably stay. Especially you know if I'm comfortable where I'm at, it's convenient or whatever, right. and I'm really tied to wherever I'm at. But if it comes to a situation where I'm like famous or some shit, I might move. Just yeah. because once you get heavily involved in like your name and your face is out there, and you you know you gotta protect your family and this that yeah. and there. So, but I definitely would. If I had a significant amount of money, that would most definitely go to like my hometown or like where I'm from and my yeah. community and stuff for sure. I think I'm kind of like on the same boat with y'all. Feel like. This is the first time I feel like everybody came out <laughs> But I would want to um, Like I definitely think I would want to build my own place up Like even if I still live there I would just like I feel like if I had like money like that Then I would probably have like multiple cribs You know So I'm like I might have a house there still But mm-hmm. yeah. that's probably not where I'm always kicking it at Like I might be Cause I'm like I'm, If I got money like that I'm gonna be traveling Right So I would have like Oh I got this house out here And then I got this house here But I definitely mm-hmm. want to put that money back Into like my own neighborhood Or yeah. like even because I'm like, would that be like here? Would that be like the suburbs or whatever? Right. Where yeah. I grew up. But they would, it would definitely be like areas that I actually like care about. That kind of like have that history. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Um, because I feel like 
it's either like we do it kind of like a whole set like either we do it or they gonna do it especially if it's right. areas that are nice exactly um so i kind of like wanted to move us into like what we like our main topic for today which was um kind of like gentrification out here like in general like everything that's going on i mean i feel like personally it's kind of like hitting right now because i'm literally sitting there i'd be joking about it all the time i'm like i don't know how much time i got left to hire a party <laughs> like they raise my rent like Every year, I'm like, I like the area. Like, it's a dope area, but I can see, like, gentrification actually happening. Change. Like, I'm seeing, like, okay, these are the buildings I'm in, and then they put up, like, a high-rise, you know, two blocks away that's ridiculous for this area. And I'm just like, that yeah. shit is here, my nigga? Like, I saw that building you're talking about, too, and I saw how much the rent was. Yeah, like, 2500 yeah. I remember years ago sure. when I used to just discuss, like, when I moved. Like later on down the line when I moved out of my people crib, Hyde Park was like on the list of places that I could possibly move. But it's like I'd be looking at them prices and like these new That's like crazy, builders man. they throwing up. I'm like, gee, I can't afford that. Like, like the university is buying everything up. Yeah. And then two was like I liked Hyde Park because it was like historically black. Like this was just like a exactly, black neighborhood. Yeah. And now you and just now, see more and more that it's less black and less black like at first it was like if you walked in high park like for the most part you would just see the only white people you saw were people that either went to the university mm-hmm. or professionals like they taught at the university and it, and it wasn't like a whole lot of them right. that would just yeah. be like out like that you know and now it's just like people that i think it's starting to hit the area of people you know like they graduated from the university but they still just stay here mm-hmm. or people yeah. just move in because oh my friend went to the university so now they just told me like move to this area so now I'm just here, so I'm like, it's just becoming more and more, and like, black people can't afford it, but I'm like, it's a, it's a really nice area, which I feel like they're just pushing more and more, like, more south, like, the more south they can get, because, like, have you been to Bronzeville, G? Yes, I have. Like, bro, I, you go through Bronzeville, and literally, like, it'll be, like, a house that's, like, boarded up and everything, and then, like, right next to it will be, like, this, like, yeah. what the fuck, G? Like, this house is amazing. Yeah. Exactly, yeah. Yeah, that's yeah. that's kinda like what I saw on the low end. I have uh I have some family that stays near that area. Yeah. On forty third. Uh-huh. You look across the street, that's still the hood. But if yeah. you look over here, it's like Bruh, it's some new spots. I don't know if y'all seen them on sixty third and cottage. Yes. The woodline the yeah. woodland or yeah, the woodland apartments. And they nice as fuck. Like, my homie live over there. But it's just so crazy because I remember telling my dad that I was going over there. And that that's where he stayed. And he was, like, 63rd and Cottage. Like, he had never even seen it. All he yeah. knows is the old yeah, and how it was. And, Cottage, yeah. and it was my first time going over there. So, I didn't even peep yet. I'm just like, this is where I'm going. And in my mind, I'm like, I already had a feeling. I'm like, obviously, this is, like, some new apartments that they didn't build over here and it's like completely like new but they trying to like gentrify that whole area exactly basically like with that whole like the obama library coming yeah. in yeah and like when they where's that whole foods at on um, 51st no i'm talking about the one that they put like in inglewood oh 63 oh yeah it's like 63rd and Halstead. yeah 63rd and Halstead. Oh, like once they put that over there i'm like okay i see what type of time y'all are on yeah, yeah. like it's a whole different thing and it's just like I wish more people understood like kind of like what's happening you know mm-hmm. because it's like a bigger thing it's like something that we could prevent but yeah. it's just like and prevent but also like take more control of like you said like yeah. us being the one 
they're not gentrifying to do yeah. it exactly because they're moving like so pretty much like the problem with gentrification like the reason why i'm like super against it and everything is because one like especially with high park in these areas these are historically black areas and now you're pushing people out of these areas and mind you these are the areas mm-hmm. that they didn't want these are the areas that they pushed us into exactly. you know back in the day mm-hmm. that they you know, y'all can go here y'all can go here but when you do kind of start to like oh we're going to take care of our communities we're going to build this up then they're like oh that area does have some promise to it mm-hmm. okay now we want it again so get out we're going to exactly. move you guys even yep. further you know go to the suburbs go over here um get you these vouchers so you can go to the birds and you live yeah exactly. and it's like messed up because it's like okay we've we've taken our time we started to build it up of course we can't build it up as fast mm-hmm. as they can right we don't have that capital we don't have that bread exactly but they can go ahead and take this and then they can just kind of take over and then everything like it's hella history just being lost like it's hell of like an area because i'm like thinking about like i like i want to live around black people i really do like mm-hmm. i like yeah. being around black people you know and high park was like one of the areas where it's like okay i can be around black people and it's like black people that think like me that act like me that kind of on the same page but now you start to push everybody out you're, you're just taking this whole area over and it's like this is something that they built up you know there's something that we built up like this is yours to take that's interesting that you even pointed that out because that's exactly what happened it's like they gave it to us and was like no okay y'all could go here yeah and y'all could have this and then the minute like you know we're building our neighborhood we're building our community it's like now you want to come back in and be like nah this we want it back we want this back now like oh you know like lake views are a big thing and exactly we want these views we want to be closer to here we want we can actually put stuff over here and it's like we've been fighting for this for the longest to like get stuff in our neighborhoods you know and then it's like now y'all can have like actually you know what since we want to be there we can put this stuff over here right um so like i think it's more so like as a whole we just kind of more so have to like start supporting each other like start supporting like the black businesses out here because i remember there was a uh, frozen yogurt place that was on 53rd yep and they had been there for the longest Mm -hmm. and now with all this gentrification shit they're like now we're raising your rent to like something ridiculous really Mm -hmm. my dad's homies one of my dad's homies yeah yep we were there when they closed because we were literally like because i remember like Austin was like kind of like like Doe was on like the front. He was like, "Now nah, we need to stage like a mass support. Like we just about to go mm-hmm. here and everybody like buy shit." But then I think she posted something like, "Now nah, it's good. We're fine. We're moving it to this other location or whatever." Yeah. But I feel like that's kind of like it shouldn't have to get to that level. You know, we should be supporting these places where to like, okay, y'all want to raise rent? It's fine. Like we got it. But I f- also feel like we need to kind of like. It has to be a part where we kind of like start to take over and we need to own these, you know, yeah. we need to own this land, we need to own this place because it's like you can't raise my rent, I own this. Exactly. And if you want it from me, I would take it. Like the crazy, like the craziest shit is like my uncle was living on, like right over here on 60 something, like 65th, like right there, like right by the lake mm-hmm. on like 65th. And he's like, there are condos over there right now that are $10,000 to buy with lake views and everything he said they have bed bugs and they're super beat up but i'm like if i had the capital right now i would be buying the mess out of that shit and even if i didn't take it over like i'm selling it to somebody black like i'm selling it or we're doing something like with this like it's super crazy but it's just like damn how do you you know how do you compete up against all of this you know like it's like a whole machine you're going against I mean, it's easier said than done as far as like us being smarter with our money. But I think once black people 
all kind of get on the same page about how important it is. Because mm-hmm. once motherfuckers know, then you can actually start like putting some action, in, you know, mm-hmm. behind the things that you do view as important. But a lot of people, when it's not affecting you directly, mm-hmm. then yeah. you're not, really, not really looking at it. You're not really on that. You're not really because it's not a lot of people our age, unfortunately, that are thinking like how you think about buying property and stuff like yeah. that and keeping stuff with them. But it's just you know we don't know and when stuff when we don't know or like I said when it's not affecting us directly we just don't we just leave it alone but, just that, stuff. but I, I feel like the it was like we actually realize how much of a problem is and how we should really value our neighborhoods and value our community and take yeah. that shit serious and see it as important then you know we might we might start to do better. yeah yeah like I, I remember yeah. I was like talking to Doe like probably like a year ago and I was just telling him, like, at this point, I think we lost this battle. Like, I don't think there's anything we can do to stop gentrification, like, in Hyde Park and Bronzeville and everything. I think that the main thing now is, like, we we don't have to really focus on, like, getting it back. back. Mm-hmm. Like, it's gone. Like, it's going to be gone. They're going to take it. But we can still get it back, though. Like, that's, like, yeah. the difference. But it's just, like, we'll have to be very consistent with getting it back. Like, mm-hmm. the people that are able to stay, they do need to stay. Um... And it's kind of messed up too because I feel like the more people that are like kind of understood, it were like older people, and then they can only fight for so long, you know? Yeah. Because they'll own these properties and they'll have been owning it. And I'm just like, that's why it's kind of like fucked up too because they don't have the resources to like rent and do everything like that. So like, yeah. when my lease was going in, like I really like I like fucked up because it was just way too much like hella shit going on. So I didn't really get to like get into it, but I like I wanted to find someone black and like rent from them. Or, you know, like, find somebody like that. Like, okay, if you are going to sell this building, if they're going to, like, you know, if you, like, getting too old and, like, you can't manage this shit, you can't do all this, sell it to somebody black. Like, sell it to me. But I feel like they was kind of, like, waiting on that and nobody stepped up. Mm-hmm. Yeah. So, that was, like, well, I have to sell it to these companies. I have to sell it to, like, right. these white people that are coming in to, like, take the neighborhood over. Mm-hmm. And it's kind of, like, we kind of dropped the ball on that. Like, our gen- not really our generation like that because we don't really have the bread. Like, we didn't have the capital to, like, yeah. if somebody was in a position to sell, like, it wasn't too much we can do, but I feel like that generation, like, right above us, like, they could have been the ones that kind of stepped in, but everything was kind of put in the way, like, no, go to the suburbs, it's nicer out here, go out here and mm-hmm. be safe and live like this, but it's like, okay, we did that, but then we lost, like, a whole, like, culture, a whole history, like, that's mm-hmm. what we're kind of, like, gonna lose, like, with this whole gentrification shit, yeah. unless yeah. we take it back. Exactly. Which I feel like that kind of has to be, like, the thing that I'm more so focused on that than just trying to... Mm-hmm stop it you know right, like yeah. it's kind of already happened happening, like it's yeah. happening i can't i can't fight that machine you know yeah, yeah. but i will want people to kind of understand like okay they might have it now but it's not lost forever you know exactly and That's i can nice. see what you guys are saying as far as uh rob just going back to what you said about bronzeville i remember because i went to dunbar Mm-hmm. So I remember catching the three from my house going through all these neighborhoods. So I remember when 63rd wasn't the best place to go. Mm-hmm. I remember when 55th wasn't the best place to go. Yeah. I remember when the Ida B. Wells was still up. Mm. And you can see it slowly transitioning until there's nothing there anymore. Mm-hmm. The shit's just grass. And then next thing you know, it's a Mariano's. Yep. Yeah. <laughs> Yeah. And it's like fuck, like it was a Mary, it, it was the IDB Wells, a Baba's right there, and before the chicken place was over there. Now the chicken place is right here, Baba's is gone, Mariano's is there. You yeah. talking about Oakwood? Yeah. The uh, chicken and waffles? Yep, chicken yeah. and waffles, yep. Yeah. And then it's just like, damn, you see this shit happening, there's not like too many black businesses 
around anymore. 47th Street used to be like, it still is pretty much like a hub for all the black businesses. But you slowly see that gentrification coming in. You yeah. got a Roscoe's Chicken and Waffle. I mean, you got, no, not a Roscoe's Chicken and Waffle. It's an Uncle Remus, a Burger King, a Walmart. Yeah. All in the same centerpiece right here on 47th. It's like... 47th and what, Cottage? Yeah, 47th and Cottage Grove. And yeah. when I was growing up, 47 in college was not the best place to go to. Yeah. yeah. If you even if you're just trying to kick it or whatever, it's just not. To me, it's dope that it's like you know safer and people could actually go there and everything. But at right. the same time, it's like it comes at a cost of these neighborhoods are being lost completely. Exactly. And because they're literally like these rents are ridiculous. Like I was literally looking at, I could have. So right now I'm paying almost like 1,500 in rent. Mm. There is, and there are places in Hyde Park that, like, I, I was showing you, like, them buildings, like, the one that they put over here on 57, like, 56, I think, mm -hmm. right here. Mm -hmm. Um, That's, like, 2,500. They, like, kind of, like, starting it down there. And then there's one that's actually going up right here on, like, 53rd yeah. that's going to be, like, probably around the same thing because it's the same company kind of uh, taking over. Um, But... There was a place downtown, like right above, like right off, right on Michigan Avenue, across the street from Nordstrom. I think it was like above, like a men's warehouse, fifteen hundred in rent. And I'm like, that's ridiculous. Where you can live downtown, kind of like where everything is, and pay fifteen hundred, but then out here they want twenty five hundred. Exactly. Which is like crazy. I'm like, and I'm paying fifteen hundred right now. My rent is going up every year, like ridiculous. And it's like super messed up because it's like, okay, I'm doing pretty well. Like, me and my girlfriend are both doing pretty well for ourselves, but it's like 1500 We're sitting here like, we gotta go back to the suburb. Like, this is ridiculous. Exactly. And, like, I'm just doing like that well because I'm like looking at like my like bread and I'm like, I'm doing well. Like, I'm, I think the, like, I'm over like the median income of like a family, like for a, yeah. for a family. Like, me and my girlfriend combined, like, our, our combined income is over that. Like, Imagine somebody that's not making that though, because I'm like I'm really blessed to like be making what I'm making. And mm -hmm. as much as I say like I don't make as much money as I want to, or whatever, I'm blessed to have it. But I'm like for anybody else, that shit is crazy. And there's people that have lived here their whole lives, you know. Like I just kind of like moved out here because it was more convenient. Right. But I think that's like a big thing about Chicago that I kind of don't like is that they do all this shit on purpose. Like everything yeah. is in like, like kind of like the bigger picture because it's like. Okay, it's expensive to live here, but if you live in the suburbs, you gotta buy a metro pass. Like Alex, how much are metro passes Gee, for a month? For a month, it's two sixty or two seventy. You coming I from never, where? I'm coming at the end of the line, like two hundred eleven. So it's 11. only so that's like the last. It's zone. only Richmond Park. No, it's Matson Richmond Park University Park. And those, so I'm yep. like the third to last. Yep. So you're the last zone because I remember when I was in like last Homewood, zone. it was like the second to last zone. Yep. And it was crazy. So I'm like, they want you know three hundred dollars for you to get to work, but all the jobs are downtown, so you don't really have the option to work in the suburbs. Exactly. Right. Like there's nothing out there. So like everything is done. So like Metro gets paid what they get paid. Like exactly. I've kind of like the bus kind of been fucking up, so I've been taking the Metro some days. And it's four dollars to get. It's four seventy five to get from High Park to downtown. Yeah, that's a twelve minute ride, G. Literally. But there's no CTA close to me I for the two twenty five. Wow. Because I only, I don't even buy the monthly pass. I do weekly, just because. I really, well, when I did the math, it'll save me like a week. Yeah, it will save month. you like a little bit. Like they yeah, always give you like a little bit, but it's not even like that significant. And then it's like. Some days, 
I'm not consistent with the train. Like I might, you know, stay stay out in the city mm-hmm. during so the week. Yeah. I take it back. So it's like mm-hmm. I don't buy that monthly all the time. I just stick with the weekly, or I'll buy individuals depending on what my week is looking like. But even with the weekly pass, it's like that's sixty nine dollars. Right. So I'm paying seventy a week. Right, and that's still like about two forty. And it's yeah. like that's legit my only option. Mm-hmm. Because yeah. it's parking in There's my building, else. but who's gonna pay three hundred? Fifteen dollars a day, exactly. three hundred a month, like to park. Because everybody's like, "You live in High Park, why don't you just drive?" And I'm like, "If I had free parking, I would." But like doing the math, it's twelve to fourteen dollars, two twenty five a month. Yeah. Mm-hmm. It's cheaper for me to hop on the bus, and but then the bus fucks up, so I'm like, "Fuck, let me grab an Uber." But like yeah. everything is kind of like there. But I also think that like High like Chicago knew what they were doing too because. There's no way to get to certain areas from, from Hyde Park conveniently. Like, yeah. my girlfriend works more. She doesn't even work on the west side, but she works. She technically works in River North, but it's closer to, like, West Loop. Oh, shit. And for that, she would have to, like, take a bus, then get off the bus, walk to a train station, take the train, and then damn near still have, like, a 10-minute walk. Just, like, get there. So it's, like, it's dumb so as hell the way everything. She hops in, a, like, an Uber every day. Oh, wow. Because we only have, like... She doesn't have a car, so she just like okay. we only have my car, but she's yeah. not really comfortable like driving my car, um, yeah. so it doesn't really make sense. But I'm like, it don't make sense for us to have two cars because we barely drive. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Period. So it's, it's like they knew what they were doing because now Ubers have come in and taxis come in and they're super mm-hmm. expensive to get to these areas because everything is segregated. Yeah. Like it's segregated even in the lines of transportation. Like you can't exactly. even get somewhere mm-hmm. without having to, you know, jump through hoops because they want to separate the south side from the north side, from the west side. Like everything is, you know, super segregated because I'm like, they knew what they were doing because now all the, like the company that does do it, like Metro. They can charge you whatever they want. Mm-hmm. And it exactly. does not matter. Like, you can't really do anything. Right? Exactly. Yeah. Even yeah, with the sense. Ubers. Uh, you was about to go on. Yeah, I was just say, I that just made me think all over again how much money I spend on transportation. Mm-hmm. And, and I can't do anything about that. Like, when I sit down and do my budgets and I'm like, dang, what can I cut back on? What can I, you know remove whatever the case may be transportation it's like i have to get to work monday through friday so exactly. that ain't going nowhere mm-hmm. and what i was going to get into was the ubers remember that one those that week where we was like frozen where it was yeah. like you couldn't yeah. get your cars and shit so i had to take a uber and i didn't know uber had this new thing where you had to walk to a corner they have a um, option yeah. right you have yeah. to walk to the it's corner an express pool, I think. exactly and then now you have to you in the car with the uber pool and he has to pick two or three or four more people up or maybe three or four more people in the uber with you and it's like damn so it's like you're killing my whole travel time yeah with this shit because i'm thinking i'm trying to save At money first, but i didn't even know I knew about the pool, but I think when I used it for the first time and I was alone by myself, mm-hmm. that kind of went over my head. The whole like they don't drop you right off at your destination. It's like I they am. will, but I had selected the other options. Yeah, trying so to thinking, trying to save money. Yeah, there's a I regular pool. Walk. There's an express pool. And then there's an X where you just by yourself. Yeah. yeah. It's come from somebody who will take Ubers like every day home from work down there if the bus is on bullshit or if the train is on bullshit. Like I just hop in Uber. So like I know like all the options and everything, but they'll really be petty. I'm like this shit is like bad. Like right. you gotta walk here. Like first you gotta walk to get picked up. Then you have to walk when you get dropped off. And it's just like they don't tell you where you're getting dropped off at. Right. Which I'm like if you're not going somewhere that's like like I like for me it's like okay I can take it. I'm in high part. Like I know 
you can't really drop me off too far and I won't be okay. Right. But if you like go on somewhere else, it's like you can get dropped off or somewhere that you really don't need to be in. Exactly. And you really don't have a choice, you know, like the drivers would legit be like, you know, which I mean I've kind of felt bad too though because I have been in Ubers before and like the person will be like arguing with the driver on like where to drop them off and I just be like bro get out the car G like this is what you pay for exactly. so I'd be like, but then I'd be like damn G that is kind of petty too but at the same time I'm just like it's 5 o'clock my nigga like you just upset that you gotta walk down the street <laughs> <Right>. <laughs> but it's but. like I remember being pressed because I legit didn't know you didn't that that's what, what you I was doing. Yeah. and then that's how it worked I sometimes like I've taken like, and they've dropped me off at the crib like I've taken like an express pool and they've dropped me they've picked me up like from my location and dropped me off like at my exact location so I'd be like right oh. <laughs> <laughs> right you love the yeah but um But yeah, y'all, I mean, literally, we could probably talk about this all day. Like, yeah. really, it's just fucked up, like, everything that they're doing. But mm-hmm. I know that we can kind of push through. And I feel like our generation is dope because we kind of, like, a lot more aware of certain things. Mm-hmm. I feel like we kind of can. We definitely more self-aware. Yeah, mm-hmm. kind of teach that to our kids and teach that even to the younger generation that's coming up. Like, our little brothers, our little sisters, nieces, mm-hmm. nephews, to kind of make sure that that kind of stays and, like, why it's important. Um, so, you know, at the end of every podcast, we always like to take a shot to something that's going on or something positive, uh, you know, whatever we can. So I think this week the shot will just be to buying back the block, you know, you know, do it like kind of what Hove was saying, gentrify our own neighborhoods, do what we can. Mm-hmm. Salute. Oh, yeah. Hit different. Tequila <laughs> <laughs> wasn't bad, right? No, it was good. Well, thanks again for kicking it with us at the family reunion. Be sure to follow us on Twitter at Reunion Podcast, on Instagram at the Family Reunion Podcast. Email us with any questions, suggestions on topics, and we'll talk to you next time. Peace. Bye, guys. <laughs>